Hi, I'm Bryn Baronelli, and today I want to take a deep dive into people's opinions on the vaccine passport and their reasoning behind it. Over the past year, every single person has had a single agenda, acquire normalcy. Opinions on how to achieve this differ, but the same end goal remains. Vaccines are an alternative to lockdown that after a year of the pandemic, no one can dispute. However, vaccine passports being a necessity for everyday life is a topic that is widely debated. In the political climate we currently live in, everything is divided, and opposite opinions are constantly clashing. To further my research into opinions on this current topic, I'm going to interview different people who differ in age, gender, and political affiliation to hopefully get a better insight to what people's true opinions are and what differences can contribute to their opinions. Gender and political beliefs are notably the most influential difference on opinion. By interviewing these people, I hope you can see as I do that all these people have good intentions with different solutions to an end. Seeing the difference in opinion based on age, gender, and political affiliation gave me a clear perspective of people's informed and culturally different opinions, unbiased of other factors, and I hope it does the same for you as well. The first person I will be interviewing is a student at Texas Tech. Hi, can you introduce yourself? I'm Chloe and I'm 19. My first question I have for you is have you been vaccinated or do you intend to? Yes, I have been vaccinated. I received both doses of the Pfizer vaccine. Do you think it is beneficial to have vaccine passports required for everyday activities? Um, I think to some degree that it can be beneficial, but more so for large gatherings in public spaces, whether that's concerts or large restaurants or just bigger venues like that, because it allows for more contact tracing to occur and it's just a lot safer. But for more mundane activities, I think that that should be up to individuals and whether they want to attend um, that space or not. Why do you have this stance? Um... In my opinion, personally, I just think that it's important that we still track COVID um, or like at least the people getting vaccinations because I do believe that like there is a benefit to it, even though it's not a cure-all, it does minimize the symptoms and it really, the whole point of the vaccine is to make it easy on hospitals. That way, if people do contract COVID, they have lesser symptoms to where they won't need to be hospitalized. And I think it's important for large gatherings because those are most likely going to be inevitable as restrictions get lifted in different states, that we have some sort of um, requirement for those large public spaces, um, because it's just kind of, it's for the good of, like, the medicine hospitals and, like, other people that are at risk. Have you been given any other information that has brought you to this opinion? Um, not specifically on vaccinations, but I will say, looking back at when COVID was at its peak and watching, um, medical people and like people that worked at tech like higher up do the contact tracing I saw a lot of benefit to that just to kind of being able to keep track of it and like like control the spread as much as possible and I think that that can be really beneficial with vaccinations just so it allows people to attend like the events and things like that they want but safely and kind of with like a preconceived warning like if they do contract COVID they are better off in the hospitals don't have to worry about like a big concert like ACL happening and their hospitals two weeks later being flooded with patients. Do you find yourself objectifying or objective to others' opinions? I think prim mostly I'm pretty objective to other people's opinions. My only requirement for that that I think will 
make me either cross to objectifying or staying objective is whether they have good reasoning um, behind their stance. And I think if people are just kind of saying, like, I don't want to get it just because I don't want to get it and they don't have any real, like, reasoning behind that, like, whether it's science-based or just kind of their own experience, I think it's hard to take that seriously because it kind of has the whole pandemic has kind of turned more political than a social like health issue and I think that that's where things can get really frustrating and I start to take people less seriously when they like they go at it about like from that perspective versus just like wanting to keep everyone safe. Have you heard the concerns people are having with a potential further divide between the global rich and global poor caused by the vaccine passports and if so do you think this is a valid concern? I think it's a valid concern to a degree like it's important that we keep our allyships with other countries and if we create too strict of like a vaccine mandate kind of like a vaccine passport it can hurt other countries economies that are like lower economically and can't necessarily afford whether it's good health care or providing vaccines for um, a really large population. And so I think that's something that needs to be debated much higher up than just like with the basic public and even go to the UN. Because I think it, it's an issue that needs to be discussed between the countries, not just within our own. The most debated issue with the vaccine passport from my research, put simply, is the freedom of life choice and privacy versus the freedom of mind and health in this pandemic. In the state of emergency, we're all forced to adapt to the circumstances. Which do you find the most important freedom to hold on to? Um, I think that at this point, because the vaccination has become so political, a lot of those arguments really aren't valid. And I think that the country and states have every right to sanction proof of vaccination to enter whatever public spaces they choose. And I think it should be at the company or private corporations, um, kind of their choice, just like to enter a bar, it's up to the like place if you have to be 21 or 18 or even attending college like you have to get certain vaccinations and the government has to see proof of that and so I think it should just be up to the private business I mean that's what the U.S. is all about and like that freedom so yeah I think that it it people have every right to like require that from citizens. I want to continue with one last question the pandemic has been a politicized crisis and opinions regarding it have followed in foot Have the circumstances of the pandemic shifted or wavered your political opinion from what it was pre-pandemic? No, um, not at all. I feel like it just validated it, if anything. Okay, thank you so much for giving me your time today, and you really helped with my research. Of course. (laughs) In the last recording, you could tell that she was very pro-vaccine passport. So what are the pros and cons of this debate? Some pros are, some individuals have been deprived of access to certain work opportunities by the pandemic. This could benefit them by individuals being able to get back to those basic freedoms that are valuable to them and be able to make money. Paul Hunter, a professor of medicine, says that if a country's hospitals are already grappling with elevated COVID-19 levels, they don't want people coming out on holiday from Britain and then going down with COVID-19 and adding to the burden on their health services. If you're vaccinated, you are unlikely to get sick with COVID-19 while you were there, either because you brought it into the country or because you picked it up on your first week on the holiday. Some of the cons being, while the vaccine being developed has shown impressive efficiency in reducing the risk of hospitalization and death of symptomatic COVID-19, at this point, there's no concrete evidence that can atope to the transmission. Say, so there is a danger of simply assuming because you have been vaccinated, you do not spread COVID-19. 
and that would be a good scientific basis for a policy of passports. Danger of stigmatizing individuals who lack certification by choice or the priority manner tests are being given. This could penalize people who are already at a disadvantage because of other inequalities. For my next interview, I will be interviewing someone with a different age, gender, and political affiliation. I feel like getting different perspectives will give us a better understanding of the issue at hand. Hi, can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Jack and I'm 31. My first question I have for you is, have you been vaccinated or do you intend to? Uh, I currently have received the first round of the Moderna vaccine. Do you think it is beneficial to have vaccine passports required for everyday activities? No, I do not think it's beneficial. Uh, I think it really takes away from our freedoms. Why do you have this stance? I personally wouldn't have gotten the vaccine if it wasn't for my mother. Um, I think the fact that it's not FDA approved is not good and I completely understand why someone would not want to take it until that comes out. Do you find yourself objectifying or objective to others' opinions? I find myself objective to others' opinions. It's hard to, you can't debate someone if you don't know what they're, where they're coming from, what their side is. So to, you know, have a firmer stance on where you are, you need to know the other side of the story. Have you heard of the concerns people are having with the potential further divide between the global rich and global poor caused by vaccine passports? And if so, do you think it is a valid concern? I am not aware of that. Can you explain that further? In summary, it is the concern with marginalized communities of places where people are in more poverty-stricken conditions or places where people are less likely to seek vaccinations. These places will decline while places capable of putting in place vaccine passport mandates with the financial ability to mandate it will flourish. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Um, that is a major concern, and I will definitely add that to my list of reasons why I'm against the passports. But um, you can't be shunning these countries that rely, their economies rely on tourism and travel. Uh, just because they don't have the infrastructure capital to put those mandates in place. The most debated issue with the vaccine passport from my research, put simply, is the freedom of life choices and privacy versus the freedom of mind and health in the pandemic. In a state of emergency, we're all forced to adapt to the circumstances. Which do you find the most important freedom to hold on to? As an American, freedom of choice is the most important thing we have. Uh, without freedom of choice, I don't think we have freedom at all. I want to continue with one last question. The pandemic has been a politicized crisis and opinions regarding it have fallen in foot. Have the circumstances of the pandemic shifted or wavered your political opinion from what it was pre-pandemic? Uh, definitely not. If anything, uh, my political opinions are stronger than ever. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. I really appreciated hearing everything you had to say about the topic. Of course. Thank you, Brian. I believe that hearing a range of perspectives from completely different people will not find an answer but open communication between people. I hope this encourages you to take the time to research, understand, and ask questions. Politics is a never-ending argument with no correct answer, so be open-minded and accepting to all information regarding it. Thank you for giving me your time today, and I hope this was as informational for you as it was for me.